in the know for Monday, January 25, the 25th day of 2021. There are 340 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through in the know at K105 on Lynchfield's Country Station, 1039 Moose, live online at K105.com, via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast, on Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we will update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the commonwealth, and the country. Super Bowl is set, so is the Super Bowl menu, and another big week in Washington, that and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the Know. Settling into my left, rolling Moxie 9 with her hair on fire, is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's speed Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good, but I'm extremely jelly about our girls right now. Why? What are they doing? Because they're probably still home in the bed. No, that would be a nice place <laughs> to be today. If the weather says you yeah, should stay inside. It's icky weather. You do seem to be sitting over there just patiently waiting your COVID-19 vaccine. Is that a fair statement? You're just waiting your turn? That's a fair statement. Yeah, and uh, here's some advice for anyone who's patiently waiting. You can increase the chances that the vaccine will work for you. Simple steps like getting enough exercise and sleep <clears throat> will boost the immune system and increase the effectiveness of COVID-19 vaccines. Do you buy that? I do buy that. Are you willing to do anything to help it? Um, I'll think about it. <laughs> she's the pride of Bunkin Center, the heiress to the great mini burger fortune. She's Vera Wang's arch nemesis and the professional bargain hunter's woman of the year. She's Misty Embry Thomas. Hey. hey. How's Misty? Well, I'm well. It's Monday. Well, I'm well. Well, I'm well. You know, it was one of those, I got up this morning either really dazed and confused or feeling optimistic about my new exercise program and diet because I put on a pair of jeans that were on the skinny side of the closet, mm-hmm. so they may or may not be buttoned at this point, yep. and I could or could not be in agonizing pain. It's funny. We must, our, our, um, our wavelength must be the same because for those that want to check out my board today, it sounds very similar to what you just said. So I'll leave. <laughs> oh, I hadn't even seen that. I'll, I'll yeah. leave it. Uh, okay. I'll leave yep. it for people to investigate. Mm-hmm. I have yep. a suggestion that maybe something that you and your husband Jason could help do at the local level if you'd like. Okay. There's a Republican Oklahoma state representative named Justin Humphrey. Okay. And he recently filed a bill in Oklahoma. That would establish an official Bigfoot hunting season, much like there are hunting and trapping seasons for small and Mm -hmm. big game. He doesn't want hunters to kill Bigfoot, but rather trap the creature and collect a $25,000 bounty. The legislator figures that the ability to hunt Bigfoot will result in major influx of tourists. Do we need a Bigfoot season here in the Twin Lakes? Uh, this is, is, is this not snipe hunting on a grand level? It's exactly what I thought. Now, I will tell you that. All weekend long, this bill was discussed multiple times in our house (laughs) about the bill itself, Mm -hmm. how Al felt about it as someone who's politically charged, uh, what he thought about it as a Bigfoot believer. We now have a committee making signs in support because apparently we're going to lobby the rest of the politicians. I do believe that it is a great money-making thing. There are so many Bigfoot believers out there that would pay for this license. We're going to generate so much money and revenue I think so. the, for the federal government. Well, I mean, if Oklahoma's going to be one, we yeah. need to be two. Mm-hmm. We need to get, like, yep. we need to be an early adopter yep. of this and get in on the ground floor waiting until we see, you know, well, two decades from now, somebody goes, you know, that Bigfoot stuff's pretty popular somewhere else. We should look at that. So now I, let's do it now. I think it's ingenious. Uh, I also think that Bill 2.0 would be alien entrapment because mm-hmm. there was an alien sighting um, yesterday in Texas. Okay. If anybody's seen the photography of the saucer and the beaming but, up of Scotty or whatever that Texas. was. That's not here. No. Okay. But I'm saying if the federal government's looking to generate money, let's play on these people who are believers. All right. Why not? I like it. I, I like it. I like it a listen, lot. Listen, use it. Find an opportunity and, and capitalize, capitalize on it. Capitalize on it. That's I what like we're about in America. Uh, rain heavy at times today will likely produce one to three inches of rain across our region of the country. Thank God it's not snow. Hallelujah. <laughs> I mean, it would be a lot of Hallelujah. snow. Uh, but speaking of snow, Wednesday afternoon into Wednesday evening, we could get about an inch here in uh, our area. Uh, another chance for rain and snow comes into the forecast Wednesday afternoon. The end of the work week, though, looks to be uh, drier. Good. Rain chance of 100% today, 44 is the high rain, and 47 tonight with a continued 70% chance of rain. And tomorrow, 
Uh, partly sunny and a high of 51. You know, if you if you tippy-toe, you can see the middle of February from here. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like to think that if you can get beyond the middle of February... Things start to yeah. start to look a little better weather-wise where if you can get beyond the middle of February, if you tippy-toe, you could see the 1st of March and you go, hey, you know, depending upon if the groundhog is nice to us or not, we may, um, we may get out of this uh, unscathed, or at least I would hope. I don't know. I, we've had snow in March and April the last few years. We so can I'm, have one, yeah. and I am happy. The good thing about the March and April, the good thing about March snows is the March snows we've had pile it on, and then they're gone very soon because the temperature in March typically won't get cold and stay cold. What I don't like is the snow's two feet, and then the temperature goes to 10 degrees and stays there for two weeks in mm-hmm. January. Yeah. What I need is the snow to, hey, snow, and, well, that was a nice snow. Mm-hmm. It's already gone. Mm-hmm. A growing number of GOP senators are opposing an impeachment trial. We found out this evening that the uh, impeachment articles will be marched over from the House to the Senate. And the timeline for a Trump impeachment trial is uh, being revealed. Arguments in the Senate trial will begin the week of February 8th. Leaders in both parties agreed to the short delay to give Trump's team and House prosecutors time to prepare the and the Senate the chance to confirm some of President Biden's cabinet nominees rather than getting bogged down in this. I'm not surprised that the Rubios, the Rand Pauls of the world, certainly the Ted Cruz's of the world, are now sort of saying, hey, this is a waste of time. I'm not going to vote for it. I'm not going to vote to impeach. You're not going to have the votes needed. So let's speed through this thing. Here's what, when we were in the middle of the Capitol chaos, Mm -hmm. and I was concerned with what the final days of a Trump presidency looked like, I was I was talking with a friend, and we sort of landed that here's what's likely happening behind the scenes in Washington. GOP leadership in the Senate has signaled to the White House and said, your wings are clipped. Mm-hmm. Air Force One is going to be waiting for you. We need you to not say anything in the final week. We need you to be gracious. We need you to... Sit down, be quiet, go to Mar-a-Lago whenever you want to. We will then say, all right, when we get beyond you and we make the transition, then we'll say, hey, this is a waste of time on this impeachment. I think there was a some whether there was a formal deal struck, it was basically to say, that's it. You know, you're you're finished and this is this is tarnished your legacy, but we need you to go on. Otherwise, if you keep it up in the final week of your presidency, then the following things can happen. And so I think this is them making good yeah. on their word. The other thing I would think is if you if you are for unity, getting down and dirty on this impeachment trial isn't the way to do it. I think um, the uh, Republican leadership uh, and Half of Americans, 75 million Americans, sought out on um, the inauguration day to say, all right, we're not going to cause any trouble. Now, it might have been because of the massive number of National Guard troops that were fortifying the Capitol and state capitals, et cetera. But for whatever reason, we had a peaceful transition of power on inauguration day. So we got beyond that. Okay. There was no, no continued violence. There was no... So here we are. In two days, we'll be a week beyond that. Can't we get about fixing the business of America that needs to be fixing rather than spending too much time on what happened the last four years? I I think we could all agree to move on. Mm-hmm. Couldn't, couldn't we? Yeah. I mean, well, I would. You know, of course, their goal is to keep him from running again, which he – potentially alluded to coming back in some form when he left. So, Again, I, the, the question was, remember, was if you are truly for unity. Right. That's, that's what right. I mean. and And that's the thing, like, stop, just, just I would prefer that you stop wasting my tax money on this impeachment of a man who is in Mar-Lago Largo now. Just leave it alone and get back to the people's business and do something with this COVID relief bill. 
do something in the form of school loans, do something in the form of, of unity that helps the families in America? I, I did uh, kind of raise an eyebrow at the Nelson County GOP in their decision or their vote over the weekend that they were really taking Leader McConnell to task um, over what appears like maybe wavering support of the president in the final days. Listen, I... <laughs> I'm going to give I'm going to give Mitch McConnell a whole lot of credit for staying one out of Trump's crosshairs in four years, you know, uh, and also rising above and doing what's good for the nation yeah. and for the party, rather than just a saying I will defend Donald Trump at all costs. Yeah. And it was just that was not a wise move on his part. So I, I think I think he was masterful in navigating his way through the last four years. And he held his tongue even maybe when he didn't want to, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, got through it. 8,569 new coronavirus cases over the last three days, uh, 2,700 and some change on Friday, 3,800 almost on Saturday, and just over 2,000 on Sunday. That brings the state's total since uh, March to 346,000 and some change. The seven-day positivity rate, Steadily dropped again from Thursday's 11.05 to 10.24. I'd like to get under 10% today. That would be nice. Hospitalizations fell as well in Kentucky. And um, a wider view of the pandemic, John Hopkins University reported yesterday that there have been almost um, 100 million positive cases worldwide. Worldwide, there have been 2.12 million deaths. In the United States alone, positivity cases are now 25 million, and there have been 418,000 deaths in our nation. Dr. Burks was on Face the Nation with Margaret Brennan yesterday and had some revealing. I hope what she said yesterday is not true. Uh, But one of the things that she said was that she believes now in looking back that there were parallel data streams being fed to the president Mm. that she says, and again, I don't know if she's telling the truth or not. I hope she's not, but if she is, it's troubling. She said that the president was using charts and graphs in the briefings that she did not supply and that someone else was giving a different data stream than what she was advising. She was the head of the division, and she also went on to say there was no actual full-time staff in the White House on COVID-19. She said she and one other person were basically it. And again, I don't know if she's telling the truth. I hope she's not. But if she is, it's concerning uh, to me. The Kentucky Transportation Cabinet, a bit of a traffic advisory for you, announced Friday that work has been scheduled to begin on a um, the Watson School Road Bridge. Now, I don't know if the deluge will slow down progress on that this morning. I would imagine that it might, but Transportation Cabinet spokesman Chris Jesse said the project to repair the bridge is set to begin today. The bridge repairs were originally identified for funding Under the Bridging Kentucky program, he said the county and state officials have worked to move the project along quickly to uh, following the closure of the bridge last year. So if your life is somehow impacted by Watson School Road, then maybe good things are uh, scheduled. I I see that picture and I go, yeah, that looks bad, but I'm. I don't know if you all know this. I'm not a bridge engineer. It's not in my <laughs> wheelhouse. I mean, mud yeah. pies, you know, things like that, uh, rock bridges when I was little. Yeah. You know, I made those kinds of things. An update to a story that we brought you on Friday morning regarding a Thursday night shooting in Caneyville. Of a Caneyville man was shot and killed after charging at deputies with knives. This was a 34-year-old Brian Richard Abbott. We didn't have a whole lot of the uh, how it happened. Uh, Abbott, who has uh, a reportedly a history of violent tendencies and possibly possessed weapons, he had been convicted of first-degree sexual abuse, third-degree sodomy, third-degree rape, failure to comply with the sex offender registry. His convictions took place in Breckenridge and Butler counties in 2013. He was released from prison about two years ago. But uh, deputies from the Grayson County Sheriff's Office arrived on scene Thursday at uh, Thursday night at 10 
after being receiving a tip that he could be found there. The deputies made contact with Abbott inside the residence, who was armed with two knives. This is according to a release from Post Four KSP Post Four spokesperson Scotty Sharp said the deputies repeatedly ordered Abbott to drop the knives, but he charged toward the deputies uh, and then forcing Deputy Vincent to shoot Abbott three times. They performed CPR on him until EMS arrived, but he was later pronounced dead at the scene by Grayson County Deputy Coroner Larry Holman. You can read more about that at K105.com. And uh, additional detail there. A Clarkson man has been tased and arrested after fleeing from Clarkson police in a vehicle and on foot. Friday night about 11, uh, Officer Blake Elmore was patrolling Millerstown Street, saw an 09 Chevy Impala driving 55 and a 35 entering the Clarkson city limits. He attempted a traffic stop. Vehicle failed to comply. The driver, 34-year-old Justin uh, Stragler, fled onto Van Meter Street, pulled into a park and parked in a driveway of a mobile home. He fled Elmore uh, and a constable on foot. And Elmore deployed his taser, bringing the foot chase to an end as the suspect continued to resist. He was lodged and charged in the Grayson County Detention Center. Historical racing operations are temporarily closing at Red Mile. We told you uh, because of the Supreme Court's uh, unwillingness to hear the issue again. The more recent ruling that historical racing uh, is not paramutual racing has given Red Mile and some other operators pause to figure out where they go from here. The Keeneland Association and the Red Mile issued a joint press release yesterday morning announcing the decision to close. They said it would close at the end of business yesterday and a reopening date was not decided. So now what? You have these rooms and buildings. Um, they look like Las Vegas. And truthfully, they are Las Vegas. And I'm not saying they shouldn't stay in Kentucky, but we're going to have to figure this out. We're either going to have to greenlight gambling or we're not. And so, and it's hard, it's going to be hard to straddle those two issues. It's going to be hard to say, yeah, but horse racing and yeah, but lottery, but no, not slot machines. Like, I mean, yeah, okay. So bingo's a game of chance. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, so how far into the nitty gritty, how far do the lowest common denominator do we want to get? On deciding what is and what isn't. And so it's kind of like, well, all or nothing. Now, we've lived in Kentucky that hasn't been all or nothing when it comes to gambling for a long time. But we've hidden it under this paramutual thing. Well, it requires skill. If you if you want to bet the ponies, if you want to go to the races, requires skill to be able to take advantage of that. I mean, and if listen, you're right, you're re- you're rewarded. Lottery tickets. I mean, I you got to no be skill. able to scratch that, right? Yes, Bingo, you got to be able skill. to keep up with that fast <laughs> talking, the way, right? Hey, those scratchers are messy. I oh, mean, it's kind of. I'm. You all know me. I'm a purist. It's either all or nothing. We're already in gambling. <laughs> we are. We're gambling. If you are paying money to try to win money, you are gambling. So it is what it is. <laughs> Just own up and own what it is and say, hey, we already have gambling. Do we want to expand that or do we want to keep it where it is? Here's what I think but you should do But not the bulldozer, though, Misty. The one where you drop quarters in there and the bulldozer comes up and it – that's not gambling, I'm, is it? No, okay, that one's good, not. Good, good. That is – I've got that family will, members that will be happy to hear that. That is a test to tell you if you need anger management or not. <laughs> that's what that is. That's a personality <laughs> test. Here's what I think we do with these rooms. We allow Bigfoot people to come together and form their squatch hunting teams. Oh, squatch hunters. Yes. I like it. They've even got names now. I yes. got it. Okay. Figure out how we're going to capture, where where it's going to be put, formulate your plot and your plan, pay an entry fee so we're still generating yet another type of income. And then when you all get all that formulated out, maybe we'll know if we're gambling or not in Kentucky. Hey, uh, Allen County, Scottsville and Frank, no, Franklin, mm-hmm. not Scottsville, not Allen County, but in Franklin, they made out like a bandit, or at least Northern Tennessee did. They got a brand new fancy interchange because of Kentucky Downs for the amount of time that they were open before Kentucky said, "Wait a minute, this is this is gambling." So mm-hmm. even if even if Franklin gets nothing else out of the deal, they got a nice brand new I sixty five interchange that mm-hmm. they didn't have uh, before. Uh, are they going to take it back now? Yeah, they'll have to undo it. <laughs> Here's what I'd like for you to take, too, are all those billboards. Somebody go and pluck those up. We want our asphalt uh, back, like and we need hammer. you to reverse engineer yeah. that interchange. Oh, 
and we get everything back. Yep. Um, Charles Basie uh, carries a Western Pass, Middle Tennessee, 82 to 67. And then stop me if you've heard this one. Basie carries Western Kentucky Pass, Middle Tennessee, 68 to 52. So WKU with the wins two times over middle over the weekend. Uh, UofL handed Duke their third straight loss, 70 to 65 on Saturday. And LSU came to Rupp Arena and helped Kentucky end a three-game skid, 82-69. to The Cats scored the most points ever this season at 82 points. I didn't know they had it in them. That's well, bless their heart. We were out to dinner, <laughs> and sure I said, do you want to swap me seats so you can see the television and watch the U.K. game? And he said, no. No. But I made him do it anyway, and he goes, oh, my gosh, they're actually playing. Hey, I got a good idea. I got a good idea. If we think if we think historical racing, let's just bet on old UK games. We'll we'll watch old UK games instead of current UK games, yeah. just like historical okay. racing okay. at the tracks. I think it's a brilliant idea. And uh, the Cougars and Lady Cougars pick up wins on Friday night at uh, Grayson County High School. We got more on the way. Oh, there were a couple of football games yesterday. We'll talk to you about that and what it means coming up here in the know. Opposite day. Oh, kids love to play the opposite day game. <laughs> it is also bubble wrap appreciation day. I saved some. Uh, recently, I'm going to start putting it back for Gemma when she visits. I'm not sure if kids um, like opposite day or bubble wrap appreciation day more. I'm going to go bubble wrap. I think wrap. bubble wrap. Yeah. yeah this wrap, kid so likes bubble wrap more. It's uh, it's big. Uh, there were a couple of big football games yesterday that you all may or may not be familiar with. Uh, the Road Warriors, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, won uh, over Green Bay. Sorry, I don't mean to confuse you all. Uh, yeah, help here. Gulf Coast. <laughs> yep. Gulf Coast cuisine defeated okay. Fondue. Mm. Thirty-one twenty-six. Cheese is out. Man, it stinks. Cheese is definitely out, at least officially, at least as a designate, as the greatest of all time. I mean, think about it. Tom Brady will appear in ten Super Bowls. Ten. That's true. He left. He left New England clam chowder, which we had all grown tired of. Mm-hmm. Did us a big favor and said, "Hey, I know you all are tired of having clam chowder mm-hmm. and Boston baked." beans and Boston butt and Boston cream pie at your Super Bowl party. So I'm just going to move to Florida and uh, we'll spice things up and I get to go back to the Super Bowl and you get new menu options. So I like it. I'm thinking, all right, that, that's that's not a bad idea. So here's a, here's a thought to add in. All right. But uh, is, this a, is this a menu suggestion? For, for Tom Brady. Okay. <laughs> well, can I, sure, can I mention... Kansas City Barbecue first. Mm-hmm. Then Kansas City Barbecue dumped Buffalo Wings mm-hmm. 38 to 24 in the AFC title game last night. Yeah. So now you have GOAT. You have you have experience versus youth. Although okay. Mahomes is more and more experienced as the days go by. He's no slouch now defending world champions. So uh provide some menu challenges without a doubt. So well, so we're having trouble with the coastal menu, like really? I've done a little done a little additional research. Okay. Um, I am a little bit hamstrung because of your uh, shellfish issues. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I know. So last night uh, I looked and I noticed the deviled crab was uh, uh, was uh, was really popular in uh, Tampa Bay, and so I wondered, well, could imitation crab work? And it won't because you need the lump crab meat. Uh, kind of the the shredded to do mm-hmm. the deviled crab, but it is interesting the way the deviled crab is made. But so that's out for you. Uh, garlic shrimp is out for for you. For me, right? Uh, then there was something like there's fish eggs. It was like a bortaca or borgata or something, and I was like, no, that doesn't sound very good. Um, so I will say, I I can't count on the dolphins. And so I think I am going to rule, since it's my menu and I can cook if I want to, 
It's my menu. Uh, I think I'm ruling Cuban sandwich in. Oh, yes. I think, I think I'm bringing Cuban sandwich in because I found a really neat Cuban sandwich recipe Good. that I like. Okay. That uh, Tyler Florence does, and it's a little it's a little more involved than your typical. Plus, I've never used a panini, and I kind of like to mm, use a panini. That would be fun. Does that mean we're getting more kitchen gadgets? I looked at them, and then I said, our kitchen can't stand another gadget. So what I'm hoping is is that Misty has one that she will loan us. I don't, but oh, there's probably no. somebody out there with <laughs> yeah, the gadget we, we can, can use. We can find yeah. a panini yeah. without yeah. any. But I also, Tyler Florence showed me how to do a panini without a panini. Okay, good. So. I do have a a press that, like a pampered chef press, the top, you get the top hot. So that will work. That will suffice. Okay. Basically. Yeah, it's so a skillet. I'll give it away. Yeah, yeah, it's a skillet on a skillet. Yeah. So you do your, you get your skillet, you put your sandwich in there and put another skillet on top of it yeah. after it's hot. Yeah, and this there, actually has boom, a press in it. Panini okay. press. So. Uh, I want you all to, because you all love your seafood, so do your shellfish for you all. But here's, maybe we ask Tom Brady what his favorite food is, <laughs> since it's his 10th. Okay. And maybe celebrate that. Does he have a favorite food or dessert? Well, I was giving some thought mm-hmm. also. Should I make an exception for Tom Brady or mm-hmm. for us? Should I rule buffalo wings back in? And should I rule cheese back in? So you would have all four conference finalists. Mm, I'm not opposed to that. So I'm sort of I'm 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 tweaking. I'm, yeah, I'm doing yeah. the John Calipari. I'm tweaking it a little bit yeah. and I'm seeing well what I might like to do that might make for the 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 best opportunities. But without a doubt, Kansas City Barbecue okay. is in. Okay. And then there's a famous restaurant in Tampa Bay called the Columbia Restaurant that has a Latin infusion. And they have something mm-hmm. called the 1905 Salad, or what some people around the country call Columbia Salad. That sounds good. And it's a lettuce-based, mm-hmm. you know, It's and mm-hmm. so we are we are getting a salad out okay. of it. I okay. like that. Okay, so, I like yeah, that a lot. That sounds gonna, really good. Yeah. That's so, different that's than mm-hmm. what we've done before. Yeah, it's completely. I love a good salad. So I'm just thinking that's what we're... I think it'll provide enough opportunities that we'll be okay. okay. The Super Bowl teams are not going to be allowed to soak up the Tampa cuisine until two days before the game, except <laughs> Tampa lives there. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are the first team to play in their own stadium in the Super Bowl. Ever, right? That's yeah, my ever. understanding. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about sports. Yep, first, but I didn't first team to have that. home field advantage. The Chiefs have opened as favorites over the Bucks in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I guess that's right, but I hey, as we've seen as we've seen nine other times, you just never quite know what Tom Brady is going to do. Mm-hmm. Listen, it's it's Mar- I'm, I mean, I'm, Tom Brady's fine. I don't dislike Tom Brady. I don't love the Patriots. Don't hate the Patriots, but I'm sort of kind of indifferent about it. But you have to be impressed. I mean, yeah. to be football forty three is old in football. Forty three is old. Yeah, your body has to hurt really in football. Bad. He's been well taken care of. So part of his longevity is because of how good the offensive line at at uh, New England was for all those years that he didn't get knocked down a lot. Mm-hmm. And then he takes his health very seriously. But to go from to go from a dynasty in New England and then just say, I'm going to look around the country and see who can put to get build the best team around me in a year. And I'm going to go down there, and I'm going to reach a Super Bowl again in a COVID year, mm-hmm. in a mm-hmm. pandemic, yep. and then he lands. So it's you got to be impressed. Tom Brady for president. Uh, let's ease up on that there, Thunder. No, that's not. <laughs> not quite just yet. I, no, no, no. You see what we got? I just, I'm just, I'm saying, let's just not make any rash decisions this far out. Let's reevaluate in two years. I mean, I'm looking for we? Waldo at this point. How do you feel about running for office? Uh, 22,000 <laughs> fans, including 7,500 vaccinated healthcare workers, will be in attendance. That's good. They're rewarding yeah. healthcare workers with tickets That's to nice. the Super Bowl. That's mm-hmm. uh, good for them. That was neat. So it's uh, it should be fine. I'm looking looking forward to it. Uh, here are speaking of foods. Here are the comfort foods that got each state through through. Are we far enough beyond it? Can we say we got through it? We got through 2020. We got through 2020 sure. of uh, of it. And in Kentucky, it was chicken and dumplings. Chicken and dumplings was the greatest comfort food yeah. in Kentucky in 2020 that people went to. Hmm. In other areas like Arizona, it was chicken and waffles, 
Grilled cheese was extremely popular Yum. I can so see a, around that. Mm-hmm. the country. Uh, pecan pie in Oklahoma. North Dakota was mashed potatoes. Okay. Uh, Mississippi was jambalaya, baked potato soup in Missouri. Mm-hmm. So we were all doing it a little bit differently, but they all kind of have uh, meatloaf, meatloaf, holiday beetloaf in West Virginia. What? <laughs> meatloaf, meatloaf. I hate meatloaf. Beetloaf, gross. That's a that's Randy. That's what Randy says from a Christmas story. on a Christmas oh. story. He is, he says meatloaf, beetloaf, mm. uh, Chick Fil A, uh, causing me um, dilemma mm-hmm. because they have added a grilled spicy chicken sandwich yes. to their menu yep. nationwide. Mm-hmm. Darn it, Chick Fil A! I mm-hmm. had a reason to go with the fried sandwich. Yep. Because I go with the spicy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I always I, I get a regular one for breakfast or something later. But but I get the spicy one for dinner. But now they've come up with a grilled one. So I... Forcing me back to healthier choices. Forcing me to go, well, I should choose the grilled. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You could just ignore it. Maybe I can. My app's broken. My app didn't update with the new menu. Or you go miss out on that free brownie thing. <laughs> like go with the grilled and get the free brownie. Okay. I don't think those cancel one another out. I don't think those are mathematically equitable. They may be. I'm just just. I'll saying. look on my car back. Uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife cereal and blue slime Twinkies are coming to stores soon. I didn't know Ghostbusters Afterlife was uh, on the horizon. What is that? It's a new movie. It's a reboot of Ghostbusters. We're going to try it again? Ghostbusters Afterlife. This is the boys again. So this is not, you know, we did we, we did, did the, the one with Leslie Jones and, and all that. Liked it. So, but Blue Slime Twinkies, I'd try Blue Slime Twinkies. Would you? Yeah, I like Twinkies. I, I don't know the last time I had a Twinkie, but I, I like would Twinkies. try one. Yeah, the middle is going to taste the same. Yeah. It's yeah. Good. But it just looks... I love a good Twinkie, Ooh, especially when you put filled. Stra- that strawberry mixture on it, like strawberry pie. Mm-hmm. Yum. You know what I want to do? I want to do like eight-year-old me wants to eat a Twinkie while I play with a Slinky. Yeah. That just fun. sounds like. And this invention. Uh, I don't know anything about motorcycles nor motorcycle safety. But I have wondered, but I am aware that. Motorcycles oftentimes are dangerous in the sense that if you have an accident, you're more likely to sustain injuries, uh, significant injuries. And I did not know that they are making vests that have airbags in them so that if you hit the ground, you're wearing a vest that you get something that might support or protect you from the road on your torso. Okay. But now an inventor Hmm. has designed motorcycle safety jeans. And they are blue jeans with airbags built into them. This is kind of fun. So if it you is. if you lay one down, oh dear. and you get road rash, mm-hmm. then the airbags inflate. But you so but in my I mind, have, I immediately yeah. I have so, so many. You know uses. how the airbags go off when they're not supposed to. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So if you're yeah. in a little fender bender, yeah. and you're not hurt, but then your airbags <laughs> in your jeans suddenly inflate. Imagine you walking around the accident scene. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was just all... If if my jeans today had airbags in them, my button would come loose and, like, blow your eye out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you darn near broke a window while ago. I know. <laughs> I'm telling you. You got to get to a break. Tight-fitting jeans. We'll be back Shoot. with more. You're on In the Know. Did you know... July 16th is said to be the happiest day of the year. Only 172 days to go. Oh, can we hold on? I wonder why. July 16th. I guess it's the sweet spot. You've been through summer. It's warmer. Oftentimes, July 16th is not yet to the dog days of summer where it's just really hot. Mm -hmm. It's far enough away from the start of school that you're not dreading. You've been through the three big holidays of the three big holidays Mm -hmm. of the summer season. Memorial Day. Well, I guess two. Been through Memorial Day and the 4th of July. And so you're just kind of. You know, lots of vacations in mid-July. I don't know. Maybe you're excited because it's almost my birthday. I don't, I mean, 
It's almost two weeks from my birthday on mm-hmm. July 16th. Maybe that's why people love it so much. That's what they say. I'm... Word on the street is. <laughs> sure. Americans, American viewers, a new study says American viewers now spend $47 a month on streaming services. U.S. consumers now spending $47 per month on video subscription services up 24% since the coronavirus pandemic began. So what's the most troubling about that to me is that we probably, I don't know what ours actually is, but uh, we're Netflix users. We have Amazon Prime included. We have Disney Plus, but we bought three years in advance, so there's not exactly a tangible monthly amount to that. But when you add all those in and you figure them, I guess we all do. We have Hulu still. I don't have. I don't. I don't know if we. I don't. I'm not I sure. don't know. Maybe. But whatever it is, we're still spending on the other stuff. You know, we're not in a position position where we can say, "Well, we're going to spend this forty seven on streaming, and then save this forty seven over here," mm-hmm. because. This morning, when I logged onto our internet service, it said Prodigy across the top, and it told me my horoscope. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, going to be yep. a good day, apparently, by the way. Hey, 1997. Hey. Hey. 97. How about 93? <laughs> Prodigy, by the way, was the first internet service I was ever on, and it was, was in it? 1993. Really? Mm-hmm. Yep. In, in Evansville, in the sales department, they had a Prodigy account when I worked there. I was like, look at you all. They were all, you know, checking their stock figures and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I, Stocks and horses. Usually I only had visitor privileges in the sales department. Don't do either. <laughs> Go back to the dungeon, <laughs> kid. Mm. I mean, I can't blame them. I was 22. Yeah. Speaking of streaming services, I did watch. Oh, we have HBO Max. But the good thing is, is that we're not paying for it specifically because it's included in the other stuff that we are paying. Mm-hmm. So that, I mean, that's I'm like, oh, all right, you know. And a lot of, to be clear, when you have the television package still, a lot of the app subscriptions come to you included or bundled. So that's that's nice. But uh, nonetheless, I had downloaded on Christmas Day Wonder Woman 84 mm-hmm. and said, oh, it's because it was available for 30 days. The same day that it came out in theaters. It was available to HBO Max users. And so I downloaded it on Christmas Day and said, I got a whole month to watch this. And then I realized on Saturday it says expires in 24 hours. Did you watch it? Yes, I watched it last night. And the app said expires in seven hours. (laughs) Like, I can't pause this. I'm cutting it too close. I was going to say, did you get to the last like five minutes and it went expire? <laughs> like I, did get to, I did get to portions of it where the HBO Max app, they have a skip 15 forward or skip 15 back in uh-huh. the lower left-hand corner. I found myself a few times while she was flying through the air for 90 seconds at a time. Like, I've seen this, so I would be like, tap, tap, tap. Right. Like, oh, I just picked up 45 seconds. <laughs> yeah. So I really felt like I was sweating the clock. But it was good. It was weird to see Kristen Wiig play an antagonist. Okay. Kristen Wiig is normally a protagonist right. in anything that she plays. So for her to be a bad girl was interesting. Hmm. So did you like the movie overall? You're a Wonder Woman fan. Uh, to be clear, I'm more of a Linda Carter Wonder Woman gotcha. fan from my youth, more so <laughs> than current day. A Gal Gadot does a fine job. Oh, I think she's awesome at it. Yeah. I like her, but I, but I can't say. Well, this one was far better than the last one she did. I liked the last one. I like this one. The way they, well, he's in the credits. The way they brought Chris Pine back was interesting. So, okay. uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Ernie Hudson won't confirm or deny. We talked about Ghostbusters Twinkies in the last segment. The movie is on the way, and they won't confirm or deny if Rick Moranis makes a cameo. Rick Moranis was in the original as a cameo role, so they're saying, will Rick Moranis find his way into the afterlife? Mm -hmm. And I'm hoping so. I love cameos. Yeah, Yeah, me too. So we were watching an episode of Magnum P.I. the other night when they get a hurricane on the island, and the old T.C., is they've written the guy who played TC originally in as a character, and I just I just love stuff it like that. It was so good. Yeah, yeah. It's just, I just love the the connection because kids will watch it and have no idea. Like somebody else will be watching that and go, I didn't know that's the old TC and the new TC in the same scene. Really cool. Uh, Adele is looking back. The 32 year old star posted a throwback post to her Instagram yesterday. 
in celebration of the 10-year anniversary of the release of her record-shattering 21 album. That's good. We're happy for you. We love it. Great album. Get busy. Give me, give me where is she? <laughs> 25, 27, 20, press, what's press, she on? Press upload. Right. Well, the last one was 27, so I'm going to go, this has got to be 31. 31. So, well, I guess that would make sense if it was 10 yeah. years ago and it was 21, she'd be 31. So that's what this album probably has. Listen, we love you. We love you, girl. Hit upload. Go over there. And You're getting on my nerves. Op- open, up your, open up your box account or your Dropbox I mean, or whatever, your Google Drive, whatever you have, it is. Whatever you use. Upload right. the album. I get it. You have to fall in love. You have to break up. And you have to write the music. And that takes about five years each time. Yeah, the album's there, though. We know the album is there. It's just, it's not making it. It's just, send it. The divorce is signed, still delivered. Send it on down. Where's he knows He knows what he's getting. Yeah. There's who's, no mystery who's anymore. Who's the next influence? <laughs> get him, right. go ahead and get him lined up. I also, um, yes, speaking of anniversaries, Justin Bieber on the seven-year anniversary of his DUI arrest. And he says, don't let shame ruin your day. Uh, Bieber said, seven years ago today, I was arrested, not my finest hour, not proud of where I was at in my life. He goes on to explain, you know, how he felt, et cetera. Uh, he said, no, this is important, though. Um, he said all this to say, God has brought me a long way from then till now. I do realize something. God was as close to me then as he is right now. And my encouragement to you is to let your past be a reminder of how far God has brought you. Don't allow shame to ruin your today. Let the forgiveness of Jesus take over and watch your life blossom into all that God has designed you to be. Love you guys with my whole heart. Um, great words from the young man, uh, the sentiments to explain and hopefully served as a lesson and encouragement to other people that follow him, contemporaries of himself. When his most recent Saturday Night Live performance, I was blown away with his modesty and I loved his collaboration with Chance the Rapper and I thought it showed real growth. And, you know, it's it kind of the interesting, the timeliness of this yesterday. We were studying yesterday again how, you know, God has used terrible, some terrible decision makers to advance his kingdom once once they repented and saw that they were doing it incorrectly. Mm-hmm. First and foremostly, a guy from Tarsus on the road to Damascus mm-hmm. that went on to do amazing things for the kingdom. So I'm just saying, I would just like to reiterate kind of what Beaver said. Don't let who you were dictate who you are yeah. today or who you're going to be. Use that as fuel to do something else. And, you know, if Justin Bieber can, you can, without a doubt. And then sad to learn about Larry King's passing over the weekend. Uh, I had forgotten how good Larry King was on his CNN show and that magical light bright background, mm-hmm. you know, that was there. I saw a lot of people using that over the weekend in tribute. I just, it was really good. Uh, Larry uh, King passes at 87 uh, due to COVID compl- uh, complications. So definitely uh, will be missed. Gone on in. Got to get to a break. We'll come back, finish it up for the morning here on In the MB's point to ponder for today. What is the acceptable time range for the other day? Because for some people, some of you, the other day is any time from yesterday to 15 years ago. And I think 15 years is excessive. You can't say the other day and it be 2005. It just it can't. So what is it? Is it a week? It's at least a week for me. Possibly a little bit more. I would give it two weeks, and then at that point, you need to give a specific date. All right. I've got some hard rules on. um, So you you have one, you have a pair, you have a trio, Mm -hmm. then you get into a few. Mm -hmm. All right. A few, a few, four, five, six, seven. I've always used a few as three. Then there's a a mess. A few. So a few could be three, four, or five, but Mm -hmm. then you get into, all right, what's a mess? And then when technically is a bunch? So, like, same way, the other day. Well, if it can be, if it was more than a week ago, say week before last, Mm -hmm. or a little over a week ago. If it was a couple of weeks ago, say a couple. If it was three weeks ago, well, now that's tricky. Because three weeks is, so is that a few weeks ago Mm -hmm. then? And then once you get to a month, you can no longer under any circumstance say the other day. Okay, well, for those of you taking notes at home, if you need to transcribe that, the podcast will be up after yeah, the show. Yeah, amen. 
We're going to need a chart. <laughs> yeah. We're going yeah. to need a, gonna need a flow chart. The chart, the light bright. <laughs> on ABC tonight, <laughs> The Bachelor, and then on AMC, the premiere of The Salisbury Poisonings. The premiere, fact-based drama about the Novichok poisoning crisis in Salisbury in 2018. I was afraid they were going to take Salisbury steak from me. I thought me. the steak had Wait, gone listen. bad. Like, she and I both you, looked at each other like. Listen, you got to rule straw Salisbury steak <laughs> in. It's one of my favorites. Schools would shut down. It's my it's my niece's favorite. Salisbury when it's Salisbury steaks, steak yeah. day, they'll get up and go to school with the flu. Like, mm-hmm. It's okay. I'll uh, die there after the steak's been served. Healthy Choice had an entree of Salisbury steak for a long time, and it disappeared. I need to, I need to send a tweet to them and say, hey, yeah, yeah, mom back. Mom back with the Salisbury steak. Yeah. Uh, today's highlight in history. This date in 1981, 52 Americans held hostage by Iran for 444 days arrived in the United States. King Henry VIII secretly married Anne Boleyn. This date in 1533. The mm. first Winter Olympic Games opened in Chamonix, France. This date in 1924. Al Capone died. This date in 1947. Mary Tyler Moore passed this date in 2017. Birthdays today, not much to report. Alicia Keys is 41 today. Not sure why this date is light on celebrities. Uh, 1759, Robert Burns, the poet, the Irish, the Scottish poet. Excuse me. I'm sorry, Scots. That's okay. Give him a few options. I said Irish, and people from Scotland would be mad at that. But uh, a great poet, but he is credited for writing the poem that we know as the song Auld Lang Syne, which is... Maybe why it's got a weird spelling. A U L D L A N E S Y N E. Yeah, be honest, not familiar with this one. Should old acquaintance be forgot? Oh, okay. And we never more to that. roam. <laughs> Nobody knows the Should title. old acquaintance be forgot on days of old Lang Syne? Etta James born this date in 1938. That's not what it says. We all have our own version. See, that's why I didn't know it. Especially at midnight on New Year's <laughs> Eve, it's got its. <laughs> yes. You create your own words. Yeah. Yeah. Chart toppers. This date in 1955, the Penguins were number one with Earth Angel, and so this song is forever solidified to Marty McFly. Yes, for me, Amen. this is the song that, as the photo is vanishing, you know, as 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 his mom is falling into the arms of Biff. <laughs> Marty is going away, and he can no longer strum the guitar yeah. along with the penguins. <laughs> Starts hitting those bad chords. Great scene. Calvin. That what she called him. Calvin. Calvin. Yeah. <laughs> Calvin. Calvin was wearing his life preserver. 1964, the Trashmen were number one with Surf and Bird. This is fun for two seconds and then it's awkward. Like, that escalates quickly and you're like, mm. I gave you about 12 seconds and That's I think that much. was about 10 too much. Yeah, you're right. Oh, I love Bird. Let's go to 1973, Kenny Loggins. And Jim Messina. Oh, my goodness. Loggins and Messina. Your mama don't dance. Powered by Heritage Media of Kentucky. Shh. Mama don't dance and your daddy don't rock and roll. But oh, da 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 Mama don't dance and your daddy don't rock and roll. I love it. Me too. When evening rolls around and it's time to go to town, where you go? What, uh, Poison did a remake of this in the late 80s. Which is really good as well. Mm-hmm. Can we get some of that? Right. Some of the poison? Well, it wasn't number not one. Not in my Salisbury steak. But. <laughs> it was not number one. 82. Daryl Hall and John Oates, number one. This is a good album. Mm-hmm. It's on the same album as Private Eyes. And so close. So close on there. I think So Close was later. Don't know that for sure. John Oates had a strong mustache game. I will, t- I will say that. Oh, I missed it. it was, uh, well, I mean, if you've ever seen John Oates, you know what his mustache looked like. It was um, 
It was uh, looked like a small fur creature. It may have been. 1991. Alabama was number one. Forever's as far as I'll go. That's all I can do. I thought about how long. The pride of Fort Payne, Alabama, by the way. And it's only fair that you know. You know the rest. I really don't. I'm not familiar with that one. Are you serious? You're really not familiar wow. with that? Wow. Interesting. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> She, no uh, love ballads in our house. You were still over there on Down Home. Down <laughs> Home. About a little guy that lives in a blue world. 2000. Twenty one years ago today, Eiffel sixty five was number one. Inside and outside. Yes. And like the bird. T I live your life with Rihanna in 09. And three years ago today, Ed Sheeran was number one with Perfect. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Hatred corrodes the container it's carried in. Hatred corrodes the container it's carried in. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow.